Ever wonder why some people just seem to have it all together and succeed at everything they do, while others, maybe yourself, seems to be failing at everything you do? We're gonna talk about exactly why this happens and how you can make sure that everything you do, you succeed at. Hey there, and welcome to the Investing Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Sheik, but you can call me Liz. I'm an entrepreneur through and through. My husband and I, we've climbed ourselves out of hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt, and now are living completely debt-free. Accomplishing this wasn't easy by any means. We've made some really wise choices, and we've certainly made some that we are less proud of. However, standing on this side of financial freedom, I'm here to tell you that it is possible, and I'm here to show you how to do it with your God-given talents, all the while investing in what matters most, your health, family, and community. So go ahead, grab your coffee and your noise-canceling AirPods, and let's get going. We have some investing to do. Hey there, and welcome to episode one. So I'm super excited to talk about this topic today. And the fact that this is episode one, I feel like is a really important episode to just get out there, a really important conversation to have, because sometimes it's easy to look at life and be like, golly, this person seems like they are always are winning at everything they do. Or sometimes I've even looked at my own life and been like, oh, why is it that I just can't seem to win in this one area? And ultimately, it comes down to one thing. One thing that I was introduced to probably 12 years ago, maybe a little less than that, maybe 10 years ago, I was introduced to this idea. And it is the definitive reason why some people win at whatever they do and why some people seem to never get it together. And so if you're in one of those boats where maybe you're like, golly, I don't feel like I could ever, I don't feel like I can ever get anything together. Or maybe you're like, hey, like I actually feel like I succeed really well in parts of my life. Some of these areas come easy for me, but then I feel like there's other areas I just can't seem to grasp and take a step in the right direction in. I'm really excited to tell you about this. And there's really just one thing that separates people who succeed and people who are less successful in certain areas. I've heard it referred to as the slight edge. In fact, there is a book that I've read, and it's called The Slight Edge. The author Jeff Olson was the one who wrote it. And I think it's a really, really fantastic book. And I'll even put the the book in the show notes so that you can you can go and look at it. I highly suggest just buy it, read it. It's really great. You see, the slight edge is a super simple thought. The slight edge is a simple... You see, the slight edge is an extremely simple concept, but it's not so simple to implement. The slight edge is consistency sustained over a long period of time. Wait, what? Like, is that it? Like, this is your opening podcast, right? This is this is what you came to tell us is that if we want to succeed in life, it's simply consistency sustained over a long period of time. It's pretty crazy to think that it can really boil down to that. And it seems so simple, but it's really, truly not very simplistic to implement. And that's where people 
myself included, stumble. Because consistency over a long, sustained period of time is what makes the difference. It's what makes the difference in our marriages. It's what makes the difference in our financial situation. It's what makes the difference in our grades at school. If if we're going to school, we're back to get a master's. It's what makes the difference in our jobs and getting the promotion. It's what makes a difference in paying off debt. Consistency towards one direction, the direction we set for ourselves in life, the direction we choose that we want to go in life over a sustained period of time, that is what makes somebody succeed versus somebody who is less successful. Now, the slide edge, let me give you the imagery, because if you looked at the book, it's actually right on the front of the book. And and so it's almost like you have this L-shaped graph, right? So you have the graph that uh, the line starts at zero, which is down at the left-hand corner, and then it, it arcs up. Well, the interesting thing about this slight edge is that for a long period of time, when you are doing something, it can feel as if the slight edge is not working for you. Because for a long period of time, it may feel like you're not making progress. But then it starts to click off. Then after consistently doing this, the thing over and over and over, it starts to go in a positive direction for you. Now, I tend to use the example of, of eating a cheeseburger as a really great depiction of the slight edge. Look, if I go out today and I go get fast food, I go eat a cheeseburger and some french fries and milkshake, I am not going to wake up tomorrow not looking any worse than I look right now. Like I'm not going to, you're not going to see a difference. Like you're not going to be able to look at me and be like, wow, Liz, you ate a cheeseburger and milkshake yesterday, didn't you? Like that doesn't happen. But if I consistently make poor choices in the area of my food, your area of your food, it'll affect how I want to work out and it'll make me a little bit more sluggish. Maybe I'll feel tired and I really don't want to work out. So not only do I start eating poorly, but I'm not working out as much. And then I'm starting to make other poor decisions. And over a sustained period of time, I may not gain any weight for a sustained period of time, but slowly that quarter of a pound to half a pound to one pound, it adds up to where a year, two years down the road, I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I get here? How am I 20 pounds heavier? So that's the slight edge going in a negative direction for us. Now, if we use the same concept and say, hey, we're gonna use a slight edge in a positive direction. If I go out today and decide, I'm going to start walking and I'm going to go walk for a mile today. I am not going to wake up tomorrow looking like a superstar. In fact, I could go for a mile walk today and eat a salad and I still will not look like a superstar tomorrow. It's not going to make any difference. Nobody's going to look at me and on the reverse be like, wow, Liz, you must have had a salad and went for a walk. (laughs) Like that's not how it works. However, if I walk today and I make a healthier choice in food today, And I do that again tomorrow and the day after and the day after and the day after. Not only am I going to start feeling better because I'm walking more, I'm eating healthier, I'm going to have more energy. So maybe my one mile walk turns into a two mile walk that turns into not only eating a salad at lunch, but making a better choice at dinner time, which makes a better choice. Maybe I'm not drinking in the evening. And so you do those positive actions day in and day out over a sustained period of time, you may not even notice anything. I may not even notice the scale move for a month. 
maybe two months, maybe even three months, I see no difference. But eventually, those positive actions in the direction that I want to go is going to start working for me. And that arc is going to start going upward. So over a, a long, sustained period of time, right at the beginning, it may not look as if anything changes in my life. But there will p- come a point in time in which it just ticks over and it changes to where the decisions I made today, a year down the road, are going in my favor in the direction in which I want it. And I don't know about you, but as I get older, the years and the days and the weeks and the months, it just, they fly by. A year from now will come regardless if I started walking today or if I ate cheeseburger today. And a year's going to come regardless if I do anything to get closer to my financial goals or if I don't do something to get to my financial goal. The time is going to pass. And the beauty is, is that we can consciously live in the moment, not in the future, not in the past, but in the moment, and make a decision today that's going to get us to go in the right directions. You know, I find it super interesting whenever we start talking about this, because have you ever seen that friend, or maybe maybe they're not a close friend, maybe it's just somebody on Facebook that you follow, or you've seen, maybe you knew them in high school, And one day you log online and it's like, oh my gosh, wow, that person is like crushing it at their job. Wow, that they're an overnight success. Or you look at them and they're you're like, oh my gosh, she looks amazing. What has she been doing? And you want to know the secret. Like, how did how did you invest in that property? How did you get the money to invest in that property? It seemed like it came in overnight. How did you lose the weight? It looks like you lost it overnight. And our society almost gives us this this illusion that there are quick fixes to things. And there's just not. There are not quick fixes to anything. You know, when we talk about are, are we taking the stairs or the elevator in life? I love that imagery because you could sit and wait for the elevator. This promise that the world gives you, the promise that our society gives you that there is a quick fix. There is a shortcut to success. And all these gurus that are out there are going to tell us, how do you succeed the quickest way possible? And they're going to tell you, stand in this line. This is the elevator. Stand in this line. But what they don't tell you, just like an elevator, you have no idea who's gotten on that elevator before you and how many buttons they've pressed. So you may need to be going to the 32nd floor, but every floor is pressed between there and the 32nd floor. When in reality, there's not a shortcut. If you would just go take the stair one step after the other, that consistency sustained over a long period of time, it's going to 100% of the time get you to the 32nd floor. And doing the work consistently is the only way. And this isn't just in weight loss or finances, right? Those are two examples that I'm using right now. But this goes into our marriage and with our kids and with our relationship with our friends and our parents and the people around us that if we want healthy relationships, we have to invest in those relationships. We have to do the work day in and day out. It's interesting because marriage is a great example of the slight edge. And my husband and I, we've been married now for 12 years and been together for 15. And it's interesting because there have been moments in our marriage where we have not been working towards being close. 
And in fact, it's easier to not work at your marriage because marriage is work than to actually work on it, to take the time to spend on it. When after a full day of work and the kids need you and the house has to get clean and everything like that, it seems like it's so easy to let some of those relationships just slip and be like, ah, they'll take care of themselves. But that's not how it works. In fact, the slight edge in those moments worked against us where we just sat on the sofa, we weren't connecting, we weren't really spending time getting to know who that person was now in our life. We all change throughout our life. And so if in our marriages or in our relationship with our kids, we are not investing into figuring out who are you today? What inspires you today? What were your hardships today? Where where today do you see your future being? If we're not taking the time to invest in those relationships, those conversations, then eventually over a sustained period of time, we're going to wake up next to somebody and say, who the heck are you? I feel like we are two, two planes in the middle of the night, two ships in the middle of the sea just passing each other by. And I think that that's where a lot of people get in life because life's not easy. It's hard. We want to take a rest and rest is good and rest is okay. And and you should be taking a rest. But when we consistently live in a state of rest that doesn't bring us closer to our goals of being in a thriving marriage, having great relationships with our kids, having a healthy financial life, being healthy mentally, physically, being healthy spiritually, well, then the slight edge works against us to where we wake up one day and we don't know the person next to us. We don't know how the heck our kids got to be 18 years old and we have no idea what they're interested in. We have lost all control over where our money is and we get to a certain point in time and realize we haven't hit any of our goals. It's because we haven't consistently kept that at the front of our mind to work on it. Now, this is a really, really simple idea, but it's not simplistic to actually live out. It is a daily recognition of this. And and so I have five areas that have really helped me and our family focus on making the slight edge work in a positive way towards us. So first off, you have to know where you want to go. Now, we have gone ahead and created a free resource on our website, and I'll also link that in this podcast in the show notes, and it's called our Milestone Tracker. And here in a couple episodes, we're going to talk about what is the Milestone Tracker, how do you use it, what is it in life? But First, you've got to know where you want to go, and that's in every area. Now, I don't suggest taking every area and going full blast all at once. I am a full believer that you have to start small and stay consistent. Start small and stay consistent. And so my hope is that you look at one area of your life, maybe two, to say, I'm going to start here. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's your relationship with your spouse. Maybe it's your physical health and your spiritual health. Maybe those are areas you want to start in, but choose an area and I want you to design the direction in which you want to go. Where do you want to be 10 years from now? When you are retired, when you see yourself at the end of your life, what do you want to have achieved? We got to start with the end in mind to say, hey, this is the direction we're going to go. There's a quote and I don't know who it's by, but they said, 
without a course, without a map, you will always arrive. It just depends on where you'll arrive. So it's so interesting. We have to be very strategic about the direction that we want to go in so that we actually get to where we want to go. Now, the second thing is you want to start small. And I I touched this just very, very shortly. But in each of these areas, I want you to pick one or two small things to implement. So for example, if weight loss is one of the things you want to change in your life, maybe you start with getting your 10,000 steps in in a day and maybe drinking a gallon of water. Don't focus on anything else. Don't focus on what you're eating. Don't focus on the workouts you're doing. If you're going to focus on your health, this, and again, this is an example, you've got to decide for yourself, but choose one or two things to get started. And when you do those things so well that that becomes who you are, then add something else. But until you have those healthy base foundation covered, I don't want you to start on anything else because when we start adding so much to our plate, it's almost like balancing all these plates on our head. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to lose weight. Therefore, I'm going to drink my water, I'm going to work out, I'm going to take my 10,000 steps, I'm going to eat perfect, I'm going to count my calories, I'm going to do my macros, I'm going to and the list goes on and on and on and on and on that we burn out. And that's not consistent. That's not sustainable over a consistent period of time. That's the quickest way to burn out. The quickest way to consistency is small steps. It's taking the stairs one monotonous step at a time, just climbing those stairs. And so start small. Now, maybe it's your finances that you want to work on. And in later episodes, we'll definitely dive in more to getting out of debt, saving money and practical ways to do that. But for this practice and getting started, figure out where it is. What is your financial goal that you want to hit? Is the goal in sight to get out of debt? Is that is that your first goal? Because you can't have financial freedom without financial stability and you can't have financial stability without being debt free and not having things looming over you. So is your first step, is your first main big goal to be out of debt? Well, then let's take account of where you're spending your money and let's start to save. What are the ways you can save and pay off those debts quickly? And we're going to do that over a consistent, sustained period of time. And then I want you to reflect daily. The third step is truly so important. Reflect daily. I personally journal every single morning. I often write what's on my mind and I reflect on the direction there I want to go and the direction I had yesterday. So when I'm reflecting on goals, I praise myself for the things that I did and the things that I did well. So for example, when we were becoming debt-free, when we were working our way to be debt-free, a journal of mine, which I'm going to read you a little journal entry of mine, would go something like this. Yesterday was a great day financially. I went to the grocery store and I went shopping and I stuck to my budget exactly. And I'm pretty excited about the enchiladas I'm gonna be making. Although I really wanted to buy that really cute pillow at HomeGoods, I didn't. I just looked around the store and realized I probably should walk out. I enjoyed the beautiful sights. I thought of the house I would get to decorate one day, but I'm really proud of myself that I didn't buy anything. I know living this way right now will set me up for the future I want to live. The future me is so proud of the sacrifices I'm making today. Y'all, 
That's a real journal entry that I wrote years ago, wanting to get debt and mortgage free. And here we are on the other side of it. And I'm still so proud of myself. Not only that I made those decisions then, but we still have financial goals. We still have places we want to go. So there are still moments in time today where I say no to things so that I can be consistent over a sustained period of time to get us where we ultimately want to be. The fourth thing is don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. Life is hard enough and to make it lonely and to feel outcasted, that's the absolute worst. So whether your journey is financial, whether it is relational, whether it is a health journey, I want you to invite somebody in with you. Somebody who, and I don't even like the word accountability. Like I don't necessarily like the accountability partner per se. Like I don't like, that's not necessarily a term that I would say for this, this is just somebody who's doing life with you. This is somebody who you're able to bounce ideas off of or somebody who you would say, hey there, do you want to go look around? Again, let's use home goods, for example. Do you want to go look around home goods and let's not spend anything? And now you have to be able to be able to do that, right? You have to be able to to actually be able to go and not spend something and have somebody to say, yeah, like that sounds fun. Let's go do that. Or hey, yeah, like I would love to go walk outside. It's so nice. It's becoming to be fall. Yeah, I'd love to go work out with you. I'd love to just go on a walk with you and do it with somebody else. When we were getting out of debt, we had some friends around us who were also financially minded. And so we would, instead of all of us, uh, the six couple, well, six people, three couples, instead of us all going out and getting dinner out and all of us individually paying, we would switch houses. One night I would host and I would make the main dish and somebody else would bring a side dish and the other person would bring a dessert. And then typically the person either bringing the salad or dessert would bring a bottle of wine and we would stay in and we had just as much fun, but we saved an incredible amount of money because the cost of a package of chicken or a salad or a bottle of wine, all of that fit already within our budgets. And so we were able to have the experience, but still stay within the budget because we were all going down the same path. And so I really truly believe you cannot do this alone. You cannot do it alone. You need other people around you. We were designed, God created us to be in community with other people. And so Even if you have some really good friends and maybe they're a little bit further than you are financially, ask them this. I'll say this is no one who is further than you financially, in business, in relationships, nobody who has made it or is succeeding or anything, no one who is further ahead of you will judge you for bettering yourself. The only people in life who will ever judge you for trying to better your life and make a difference in your life and your family's life is someone who is jealous and has not made it that far. I say, if you buy their opinion, you buy their lifestyle. So if you want to change your lifestyle, link arms with people who have a different lifestyle. Link arms with people who have a different financial situation than you. If you want a thriving marriage, link arms with people who are real about their marriage and who will speak life into your marriage. 
don't link arms with people who are going off and doing their own thing or are not committed to being in a committed marriage. Link arms with people who are going to lift you up and help you go in that direction. And then last, celebrate your wins. I think that this is one of the biggest areas and is one of the most important ones. I believe that God created us to live a life that we enjoy. He made the world and saw that it was good. He wants us to enjoy life. And so in this journey, on this journey, you've got to celebrate. Celebrating is such a key part. Now, the suggestion that I'm going to give you is make sure that you celebrate within your boundaries. Another example of ours is when we were working at getting out of debt, we were living in Virginia at the time, and it's where we started this process of getting out of debt. We set boundaries around what we were spending and what we were going to pay off and how much we were going to spend for dinners and all the things. And when we would get certain items paid off and maybe we stuck to it for a full month and it was awesome, we would drive to a local winery and do tastings. Now, most of the tastings were free if you bought a bottle of wine. And so we would pack a picnic lunch and we'd buy a bottle of wine. Now, over a month, now most of these bottles of wine were like $25, right? They're local small wineries. So they were like $25. So you divide that up over your food budget for a month. And it was just a few dollars each week that we knew eventually we were going to spend on celebrating. And we would go out there, we'd hang out all day, we'd listen to the live music, we'd share that bottle of wine together, we would dream, and it just helped us recenter getting back going in the right direction. And so I think it's so important to celebrate those wins. Maybe the finances isn't the issue, right? Maybe you're really trying to better your yourself physically, and maybe you have another friend who says, hey, once we stick to this for the next three months, let's hold each other accountable, let's go spend a day at the spa. Let's go, let's go do something that promotes the goal we're getting to. If healthier is the direction, then going to the spa, spending a day not where you're drinking alcohol, you're not, you know, at an all-inclusive, bellied up with some sugary cocktail drink, that, that's opposite of the goal you're going for. But choose to celebrate your win within the direction that you're going. I hope you guys really enjoyed this. To sum it up, the slight edge is simply being consistent over a sustained period of time. And to really, truly help you be consistent and be committed to it, you've got to know where you're going. You've got to start small, reflect daily, don't do it alone, and make sure you celebrate your wins. Y'all, I'm so happy and excited that you've joined us today. I know that this journey is not easy, but I know that you can do it. Whether you are trying to change your life financially, relationally, spiritually, I know that you can do it. It's all about getting started. Now, I would love if you guys came over and popped over to our Facebook group and would post about what you're trying to do. That's also a fantastic area to find somebody where you don't have to do it alone. Somebody who's going in the right direction. And right now, as this podcast is small, our Facebook group is going to be small. But that's the beauty of it, I believe, is that you actually have the ability to make connections and get to know other people in this group that want the same things in life that you do and know that you are not alone. None of us have it all together. Not one person on this earth has it all together. So I'm just super excited you guys are here for this journey and I will chat with you guys next time. I hope you guys just have such a blessed day. 
Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to take a minute and just say thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investing Well. My hope and prayer is that each of these episodes will bless you and leave you with practical steps, not only to creating financial freedom in your life, but tactical actions to help you build and invest in the life of your dreams, the life I know you deserve. I would love for you to join us over in our free Facebook community called the Investing Well Podcast Community. That's where we want to connect you to other like-minded people who are investing well in their lives and continue these conversations. Now, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps us grow and reach more people on their investing journey. We truly appreciate your support and stay tuned for more episodes. And until next time, Happy investing.